Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to another episode of the BZ Podcast. I believe this episode is number 138. 138. And we are back. Um, as always, thank you. Thank you for the subscriptions. Thank you for the love. Also, I want to do a special shout out to anybody that reached out to me in the last week after hearing the last episode. Um, I feel the love. It's greatly appreciated. We're doing all right over here. Just a little hectic, a little busy, but uh, we're good. Um, I don't know what music I'm using at the top of this episode or the end of this episode, so that's going to remain nameless. Unfortunately, I won't be able to shout it out, but as always, it will be in the description. Uh, make sure you go check out the artists. Make sure you go like, subscribe, go follow, support, all that good shit. I hope everybody is well. Um, how are you, Britt? Doing all right. How are you, Zay? <laughs> I'm all right. Been a little busy. Yeah. You know what I mean? On and off phone calls with insurance companies. and Guys, it's just a lot. It's a yeah. lot. A lot of moving parts right now. I just can't wait till this shit gets settled. Yeah. Uh, at least I know what kind of direction it's, it's heading mm-hmm. in. Um, what are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today? Uh, all right. Um, well, yesterday was the 20th anniversary of 9 11. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I had my near death experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you know, prayers to that, that goes out to anybody and anyone that was affected. They suffered loss that day. Salute to the first responders, um, those who risked their health uh, going forward in an effort to save people. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there was like an ongoing fight to take care of those folks. John Stewart, previous host of The Daily Show, was like a huge advocate mm-hmm. of getting those individuals medical care. I don't know where that stands at the moment. Um, I don't know if it's been uh, resolved since I've seen it last, but I hope for the best. Um, so watching television yesterday, it's almost like every news channel oh my God, was yes. a memorial. Yeah, like every last one of them. I was driving around. I actually saw like a it looked like a memorial in a, in a town that's close to mine mm-hmm. that had like a whole bunch of uh, fire department mm-hmm. people just outside saluting and mm-hmm. shit. So, you know. <clears throat> excuse me yeah it's a it's it's a big deal um do you remember anything about the day it happened no do you remember where you were anything no like i'm sorry no. <laughs> i'm getting a little I'm not gonna try to shit on you but this question is so played you know what i mean like it was 20 years ago so like we were any crazy it's crazy for one that it was 20 years ago yes but like right does right. anyone but all these years that we've been asking every single literally every year every freaking year because we don't mm-hmm. take a year off from making a big production about 9-11 i understand the 20th you know can we just do landmark like years now can like it doesn't does have to be every single year yeah we make a big deal about it <laughs> like come on right but you know at this point do you really care about where anyone was when they heard about the towers being hit no, you care about your own story, but when you hear the people's stories, like don't care. So I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna share because nobody cares. <laughs> we were all there. We all remember for people, you know, yeah, remember my it. age, around our age and up. Yeah, everybody has the same like kind of variation of the story, unless school. you were like in this Look, city we when it happened. School. Yeah, that was in school. That was in Spanish class. <laughs> I mean, I lived. My school was ten minutes from the Pentagon. Did my mom come pick me up? No. 
No, she didn't. Every else's parents came. My mom did not come pick me up. And I was like, she doesn't love me. It's literally down the street. <laughs> Everybody's panicking, coming to pick up their kids. I'm just sitting there like, hmm, okay. Yes, uh. All right, we just chilling in. I just remember getting out early, and I oh, remember hearing I like a fighter early. jet you fly over the house. Fuck you, get out early for. Oh yeah, they got us out of there. See? They got That's us out bullshit. early. And I remember, yeah, and I remember that there was nothing you can watch on television except Cartoon Network without seeing yeah. coverage of it it's like every mm-hmm. channel was dominated i mean, I mean rightfully yeah. so y'all weren't even next to it y'all got out early i'm all salty like it was in 20 years ago i mean we're kind of next to it now i'm literally 10 minutes I mean, away from well no where we're not i get it well or i mean a bomb detonated whatever you want to call it because i drove past that bitch a day or so later and i ain't seen no plane parts but whatever no, no plane no, debris or nothing. But we ain't gonna start talking about this. Just yeah. How ironic is it that like you know coming up on the twenty year anniversary and like our military is just now pulling out in like the most unorganized, chaotic fashion. Hmm. I just you know I mean I'm not trying to like say it's like some conspiracy thing, but I do think it's a little wild that like first of all it's been twenty years. Second of all. It's been 20 years of what? Like, I, I still don't even know what we accomplished there. I mean, the reason it's fishy to me is because all of a sudden now we're, we're these great people and, you know, it's turning into this hero save mission when at first we were going over there to mm-hmm. fuck everybody up. Like, I mean, I love a happy ending, but it's just kind of like, what? Now, but right. my, no, you know what? The, you know the part that makes me mad? All right. So the whole thing started with 9-11 put all this hatred towards Muslim people, right? At some mm-hmm. point, they could have said, hey, <laughs> we're working with them now. Which, we like these people a lot, actually. We care for these people. We wish them the best. Who are you? Just in general. Well, who are you like, talking just about? Just in general, their whole mission turned into basically, you know, helping to provide a better life for the afghan people right. and we're protecting their rights and all these things they ain't tell us that was a mission we you know not to say that us right you know we we're like discriminating against people but in general you know what i'm saying it's still you know um prejudice towards those people from certain groups of people so i'm just like wait all this time y'all could have like updated the american people so they wouldn't be over here hating muslim people for no reason and not to sound crazy but i think hating other people is just kind of like an american thing yeah i think hating people is an everyone thing you're right (laughs) sometimes i just want to like hate america we do it we do it the best (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah we we, we definitely do it the best america (laughs) um i forgot where i was at what was i saying who cares um but yeah i, I don't know I, I don't know we'll, we'll move on from this we'll, we'll move on for this you know i did have like a little bit of an asshole um thing that i thought yeah. of and my thing was like i feel like you know like 9-11 you remember when 9-11 happened and like kind of like the the joke amongst black people was kind of like like they're mad at y'all like we ain't got shit to do with this they're mad at y'all white mm-hmm. folk um my question would be like when can we say get over it you know like they like like they say get over slavery like 60 years later can we like just say like all right it's time to get over it oh god 
<laughs> too soon, too soon. It's only been t- it's only been twenty years. <laughs> right? It's just a question. It's just a question. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> Something that popped in my head. All right. Yeah. Let's get to a little bit of a lighter note. So today, uh, I see that Osmosis Jones is on Netflix. Okay. Right, mm-hmm. and that shit is fucking fire. I watched it today before we recorded it, and it's it was joyous. Like, did you watch it back in the you know day what? when it you, came out? I did. Mm-hmm, I did. Um, and it's weird. I've actually been like thinking about it recently, oh, wow. and it kind of just popped up on Netflix, and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'm watching this shit." You know, but is it weird that like in watching like Osmosis Jones, it makes me feel like I need to take better care of my body? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like Bill Bill Murray, Bill Murray, like so looked horrible in that movie. Oh my he god, he looks so nasty in that movie. Have you ever ran into somebody of like course. that in real life? A little nasty, just like you can see their pores uh-huh. are clogged and they smell like fucking bologna and shit. <laughs> like, ugh. no, but that movie is like absolutely lit. And I forgot that Chris Rock did the voice, mm-hmm. right? And I'm listening. The soundtrack was fire too. Mm-hmm. Soundtrack was super fire. So it had Brandy, it had the St. Lunatics. Obviously, this is date- dated, but that Brandy, St. Lunatics, it had Trick Daddy, Solange, it had Craig David, it had De La Soul, it had Nappy Roots, and it had <coughs> R. Kelly. Um, <laughs> it's. <laughs> yeah. It is nasty. Oh, I'll be like, damn, you right. Yo, real quick, I'm so sorry. No, no, I'll I'm, I'm, I'm remember it. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Go ahead, finish. No, I, all I got was like, it, it is kind of nasty hearing like an R. Kelly song at the end of the movie. Like one of those like church ones, <laughs> like the joyous ones. The believe. Oh, I believe. Oh, I <laughs> like you do not want to yeah. hear that at the end of the kids movie like with everything you know now mm-hmm. that's not the, the pied piper oh uh, but that's a mm. the pied piper mm. we should have known um you know movies old. this is the last thing i got and it really is nothing but you know movies old when like the transition between scenes is just to fade to black say shut up you, you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about do you know what I'm talking I mean, about? Yeah, I guess. Like, there's no, there's no transition. It just goes black. We wanted and then to it like spin out to like scene. the old Batman and Robin. They don't do that. <laughs> Kapow! Like, go to the next scene and oh shit. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> no, not even. But like, I just feel like that. Like, like modern transitions are kind of smoother. Like, you know what, what I mean? What are the like, transitions now? No... They just flick to the next scene? Does it even fade out? Kind of. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, you got to watch it. It's on Netflix. Please watch it. You'll see what I'm hey. saying. It seems like, you know what it sounds, you know what it like reminds me of? It reminds me of like a, a, a movie that goes to commercial break. Uh-huh. Got you. Right? And and then you just have to cut it and then pick up where yeah, it left yeah, off. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. That's what okay, it reminded me of. Um, what was you about to say, oh. though? Just because you had did the cough, right? So I was just saving like like an hour or so, girl. All right, hold on. Wait, wait. Before you go, before you go, every good story starts with I was at Save a Lot. (laughs) It's Save a Lot is a grocery store for those who don't know. It's one of them type of grocery stores where you got like bag your own stuff and they charge you for the bags. 
So one of them type stories. Anyway, um, <laughs> somebody walked in. I have a funny story. Right. Let me just interject okay. real quick. Yes, I have like a bo- I have a bougie aunt, uh-huh. and she was talking about Aldos. Aldis. Aldis. Damn Aldos. Yeah, this shoe store. <laughs> That's a shoe store. Aldos. That's a shoe store, right? Golly. She was talking about Aldos and that she she just can't Aldi. shop there because she got Aldis. Yeah, why she can't shop there? She's talking about Aldis. She can't shop there because, you know, they don't give bags. Uh-huh. She can buy bags. <laughs> <laughs> she called it a third world grocery store. <laughs> they be having some good stuff there. Now, Aldis is actually, like, nice. Like, save a lot. Uh all these has like good stuff like but it is like a little that. it is a little annoying having to do the whole bag situation but anyway so i'm like i'm like bagging mm. up my stuff so all of a sudden somebody walks in you can tell i know i know it was a big tall old black man like i could just tell that was heavy i ain't had to look at him walk in <laughs> <laughs> here comes security this security like this kid like 19 sir you need a mask Sir, sir, you need a mask. <laughs> so then the cashier, you ah, uh, you need to put a mask on. You need you need a mask. Everybody start ganging up like, uh, uh-uh, get your dirty ass. <laughs> I was like, damn, y'all ain't got no shame up in here. Like, <laughs> they were like, uh, uh-uh. you know, black people. They got more balls than me. Yeah, they got more than me because when I was waiting for my car, I was at the tow spot and I was outside. There was some kid there. And he was coughing a little way too much for me. Like, wait, and like at a certain point, like, I cut my eye at him a couple times. Like, we were in line. First of all, we was in. Sorry. <laughs> he laughed. We was in line. Bro, we was in line for like, for almost like an hour and a half. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take because he was really coughing. Like, it was like, you, there's a cough, and then there's like the moist cough mm-hmm. where you know there was some phlegm. That got caught in his mask, Ew. but it was just like, yeah, all right, yeah. bro, right, you need right, to go right. take a go take a walk, go get yourself together, right. and go take right. a walk. Yeah, they do walking past the produce section and hacking like that. Like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> put you need to put damn mask on. All you want you it, shit. prime example of who needs to wear it when your sick ass. Jesus, right? All right, um, still staying with the nostalgic type shit. Um, Steve from Blues Clues tells us his reason for abandonment uh <laughs> abandoning uh, us in a nostalgic update did you feel abandoned i was confused listen when he left i mean we was when he left we were older okay granted we was like probably 13 or something when he left the show right we wasn't mm-hmm. little kids when he left the show listen i have a little sister and she used to watch the show i was never that like attached to it i used to watch it just because you know my childish ass but it was kind of because we're kind of we're like we're kind of we're on the cusp of being a little too old when that show came out you know what i'm saying like we you may watch it with your younger siblings but you wasn't like you know at the age where you was really invested in it like that but um Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I remember he said he just bounced. I'm like, okay, like he ain't gonna explain. I'm like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, remember there was like some uh, rumors that he was on drugs and shit. Like, ain't no telling what the. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Ain't no telling, but I might have heard some like little like I didn't know how old he was. I don't know. I didn't realize he was like a kid. Oh really? And yeah, but what he he was older than us. I right? mean, yeah. He was definitely a, an knows. adult, yeah, but not by, I don't think by that much. 
yeah i just didn't i didn't anticipate people really feeling that strongly about steve from from blues clues because he peaced out and didn't say nothing so it's like oh shit you come back to explain yourself even though it's not that good of an explanation but okay yeah what'd he say he (laughs) nigga said i got bills and y'all niggas help me pay them. No, so he dipped. talking about we still helping him. We still getting them royalties. That's what he said. He said, thanks for all these years, but still helping me. Like, okay, but like you didn't help us because you just left without even really saying anything. And like the fact, this is the part that made me mad. I understand as a kid, and you just like, oh, my brother going to take or whatever. But now that we are all adults, give us the real. Why'd you really leave, nigga? Like, don't come over here with that like five-year-old shit. Like, we are all grown. Tell us why you really left. Did you really go to college? Were you sick of, you know, being on a kid's show? Did you have a drug problem? Shit. Give us Did the real shit, Did you get caught shit, right? with some hookers? Like, we want to know what the real story is. We all grown and shit. We going, we pushing 40, child. 40, we pushing 40 yeah, and 30. Out. Everybody that, you know, felt a type of way about that Blue's Clues video, we all's grown, grown. So, what happened? <laughs> Yeah, right. This is an adult business yeah. now. Like, we can yeah, talk exactly. with the adults now. Like, give me the shit. I saw a post today that said we still need them. Like, <laughs> help us, help us be an adult. <laughs> Let's find the clues. <laughs> We're gonna do you our taxes. No clues. <laughs> We're gonna do our taxes. Taxes. <laughs> oh man, what if they did like an E True Hollywood story on Steve? Ah, shit, that gets some like, high he was, like, strung out You with know hookers. when Paprika was he born? Was Salt and pepper had a baby paprika. See, nah, look, bro. Bye, bye. I don't. I'm sorry. Whatever. I'm sorry. I was outside playing. Whatever. I was outside playing too. <laughs> that don't mean I ain't know about paprika. That was a big fucking deal on Nick Jr. They had a baby shower. Nigga. Had a baby shower? <laughs> I don't know. I think they did. I don't remember. <laughs> Shut I up. remember, I yeah, remember it move. being a big deal though on Nick Jr. Remember Face? Like what? I, I was always around some little kids. So I used to watch me some Nick Jr. Face Stick Stickly. Mm. <laughs> anyway, stick what stickly? else? Yes, I remember Stick Stickly. All right, whatever. Um, we'll move on. All right, so a couple weeks ago, we broke the uh, you know, the news that Mountain Dew was creating a alcoholic beverage. Um, and if you weren't concerned with that, mm-hmm. it has come to our attention that Flaming Hot Cheetos and Mountain Dew is coming soon. Yes, you heard correct. Flaming Hot Cheetos and Mountain Dew have put their rings together and summoned something diabolical. Like, I don't <laughs> even know what the fuck is going to happen. Ooh. Right. So I'm going to read okay. this. It said, how about a spicy soda? <laughs> no, already. <laughs> hell no. Like, what? How about? No. Flaming Hot Cheetos and Mountain Dew are teaming up to create Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. They say the the sweet citrus flavor of Mountain Dew combined with the spicy kick-up flavor of Flaming Hot Cheetos is the most extreme experience yet. Why they gotta be so extreme? I don't need extreme for my drink. That don't even sound right. They said uh, the drink will be available only online starting Tuesday, August 31st on Mountain Dew's virtual Dew store. Who goes to Mountain Dew's virtual Dew store? <laughs> <laughs> Who programmed that? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Son, they, they know no limits. They know no limits. Think about this, though. And this is going to sound horrible. This is going to sound like coming from a place of privilege. 
but um they targeted the taste buds of like the less desirables in the black community and the white community <laughs> and combined them together because everybody knows there was that one ratchet person in the in their homeroom class the first period class that was eating flaming hot cheetos for breakfast did they even have right i'm sorry i keep yawning i'm really tired but did they even have a flaming hot cheetos when we were in school oh yes they, they did, did. I didn't even Absolutely. know that was a thing back in the day. All right, Steve from Blue's Clues is 47 years old, by the way, born in 1973. That nigga's old as so, shit. So, yeah, he was definitely older than us. About 15 years almost. Um, when did Flaming, sorry, I'm about to Google this, Flaming Hot Cheetos uh, originate? <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> Hold on, why are you looking that up? Is it just me or does that make Steve a little more creepier? Why? That he was acting like that on the show. He was old as shit on that he was show. Not old as shit on the show. He was like twenty. When did that show drop? In the ninety late nineties? We're doing research. Hard hitting. This is the stuff people care about, obviously. <laughs> Flaming Hot Cheetos came out in nineteen ninety one. I had no idea. Yeah, it's been around. They're vets. All right, he was 25 when it debuted. Okay. Still a little weird. No, but it's not. How is that weird? It's fine. There's plenty know. of adults on uh, kids' You know what? Shows. It's not weird. Listen, it's not weird. It's not weird. I just, it's not weird at all. Don't, don't make me, I, I don't want to seem like that. All I'm saying is like, there is like a certain type of brain that taps into what kids like. And I just don't have it. So it's not weird because I don't have it. It's just like, I'm kind of fascinated by it. So like, there's a somebody thing called made like a the script? shark. No, but like as far as like Baby Shark, like they made a killing off of Baby Shark, but there is like a psychology of kids mm-hmm. that like, you know, what I mean, these shows like <clears throat> they use in order to be a- appealing to like five year olds, like they get into the head of a five year old and like they know what a five year old wants. I mean, I they're kind of showing them what they want, but I mean, it's just cognitive stuff and just what they can visually handle it's slow moving things slow speech <laughs> basic things <laughs> one plus one right, right. equals two um yeah i mean there's a lot of examples out there for them to draw on so it's just a bunch of copying it's uh, simple repetitive yeah, songs right. man they making a killing on youtube there's all types of stuff that's why I need to drop like a baby shark type mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, make up a baby song. I can animate it. Yes. You'll <laughs> animate something? I got mad ideas. I got mad ideas for animations. Not for kids. You remember stuff. I wrote a script? I said kids stuff. That would be a I know. simple. You remember that script I wrote? No, what script you wrote? The organ donor joint? Boy. Isaiah, that was years call ago. that a skit. I'm you not trying to say tell a whole you. script. Call That's that a skit. skit. <laughs> I didn't finish it. It was in the first. It was, it was just a pre-production. I didn't finish it, Brit. <laughs> I don't even remember what happened. I'm an it. artist. I'm sensitive about my shit. <laughs> wow, with the ice clinking. Goodbye. A little bit of whiskey. Mm. I've been on whiskey a lot recently. That's nice. It's been delicious. Ginger ale. Um. All right. Moving on. <sighs> do we want to skip this what? maybe we skip this that youtuber oh i mean because like we don't even know who this person yet. is we came across some video i mean i do have a name i have a name oh. i have a name though 
all right we'll just go through it because it is disgusting all right so there's a youtube tuber and her name is jordan is it cheyenne it's c-h-e-y-e-n-n-e yeah is that cheyenne, cheyenne. that's cheyenne mm-hmm. How, how do you get shy out of C-H-E-Y? Because it's the English language. It don't make sense. It's fucking Just bullshit. Continue. All right. So <laughs> YouTuber Jordan Cheyenne apologized after a clip of her son posing for a thumbnail while crying went viral. On Wednesday, Cheyenne posted a video explaining that her new puppy had been diagnosed with parvovirus, a condition common common in unvaccinated dogs <laughs> that's fucking loaded um, and puppies that can be fatal um the vlog which was titled we are heartbroken has since been removed but a clip has been widely shared on social media showing cheyenne pulling her son christian towards her and instructing him to act like you're crying to which he responds i am crying i wonder how like how did that get even in people's hands like I guess maybe she didn't pay attention that that was left on there, that that edited, you know, that was unedited. Listen, one of her friends was sick of her shit. That's Why would her friend have the footage? <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't explain how nasty it was, the clip. All right, go so, ahead. So, yeah, like, I don't know how. It looked like she, you know, of course she's going to be cutting out bits and pieces, like, in between her directing her son to use. It looks like... I don't know how she made this mistake, but it, she looks like it got uploaded without part, the parts taken out where she's directing her son to pretend to cry. Maybe it was up and she took okay. it down, but you know people. They may have screen recorded it or something. Who knows? But anyway, that she's sense. telling her son she's trying to get the, the, um, the picture for the, um, for the, you know, for the video. The thumbnail. Yeah, the thumbnail, the thumbnail picture the video. for the video. So they're trying to pause, like making different faces and shit. So she's telling him, like, look like you're crying. He's like, I am. And she's like, do it like this. Like, put your hand up like this. Turn your head like this. Make your mouth, like, more like this. Look more like you crying. Like, it was it was really nasty. And the poor little boy, like, he's trying his best. And it's just like, you're teaching him to lie and manipulate. Is it lying? What do you mean, is it lying? If, if Well, if their dog actually died. I mean, he's crying for real. But, like, you're teaching him, really like. sick. I don't even know if he give a fuck about the dog. You see, he was like, I'm trying to cry. But also, too, say it is real, right? Say that there is really something wrong with the dog. How is that teaching him how mm-hmm. to, like, pr- like process his feelings in a healthy way? Well, that's where I was yeah, going Yeah, like, it. act more dramatic than you really feel. Like, that's very strange and damaging. I swear to God, that front-facing fucking camera, yo. <laughs> That front facing, you don't get this type of behavior without it, yo. Mm. To sit up there and cry in the phone. It's one thing, you know, we, <laughs> we make fun of like, you know, certain celebrities that sit up there and cry in front of their phone. It's another, it's another like level to it when you're watching your son suffer mm-hmm. or your child suffer. And it's more important to capture the emotions for an audience. Mm-hmm. Now, I get the audience pays your bills. They're probably making a whole bunch of money, but some shit just doesn't need to be recorded, mm-hmm. yo. And it's just getting nasty. I really feel like influencers are some of the most like morally corrupt people on the planet. Mm-hmm. And I think it only like I think it's like a sliding scale too. Like you start off a certain type of way, but then like just like clickbait, just like you know these like certain news outlets that go to the the <clears throat> most polarizing shit. Even when it's in poor taste, I think you just gradually get into this place where you got to compete with 
thousands of other fucking YouTubers and you got to do certain shit that you probably wouldn't do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she since issued an apology. I will put that out there. So, but, like, it's... I know, but... It doesn't change it that cover you the done story. damage your child. Get out of here, lady. Right. She was like, he's not going to be on YouTube anymore. Ah, featured I on YouTube. He, he should never been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so nasty, man. Like, just watching people just... I don't get it. I don't get it. Whore themselves out. You know what I mean? Like, whore themselves out. Do it to yourself. Don't do it to the children. Shit. I I just don't know what type of mindset you have to go through something traumatic and turn. Like, all right. So I was in something traumatic a couple weeks ago. Right. I I was in the storm. Not at one second did I think when I got to that dirty motel room that I needed to turn my fucking camera over and and give you all a fucking update. You ain't got no audience about to pay your bills. They feel the the pressure to document everything in their life. It's a full time job. No, no, no. I would never want to. All right. Um, we'll move on. I just wanted this yeah, shit on was, influencers yeah, real quick. Funky as hell. Yeah. Um so Jeff Bezos investing in an anti-aging startup labs. Scientists will have one million dollar salaries and will research how cells age and how to reverse them. Mm. So he goes to the moon. He's gone to the moon. He came back in his first <laughs> Did he go business, to the moon? Which, or he just I went don't know, out people of space. Are like debating that sh- he went out of space. Okay. He went out of space, yeah. Um and people are even debating whether he was like technically in outer space. Mm-hmm. Like there's some apparently like in the scientific community there's like certain distances yeah. that like people disagree with which is outer space or not. Okay. Who cares? Um so like his first playing a business is trying to reverse aging and i think this is like a result of having more money than your lifetime can last mm-hmm. like how greedy do you have to be to like research this just to stay long young so you can like spend money <laughs> you think that's you start why donating some shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally he what it is spend all his money himself yeah pretty much <laughs> i think it's like the i don't know like is he not a villain yet I don't know. Is he not a super villain yet? I mean, I think all these billionaires are villains for the fact that, you know, they could solve so many of the world's problems and not even notice that, you know. Not even blink. Yeah, that their funds are dwindling. So, I mean, the fact that you have that much power and you're not, you know, making a change that we see, I feel like that's a little selfish. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just too good of a person. It is selfish. Part of it, though, like maybe if it's like a pride type of thing, they say you you take millions of dollars to become a millionaire or to become a billionaire that you don't make it, you take Mm. it. But also what comes with that, I mean, I've seen pictures of Jeff Bezos and he's just sitting in like a small ass garage and operating out there. I can't imagine like how many like sleepless nights, Mm -hmm. how much work, you know, like what he sacrificed to get to where he's at. So like part of it is hell yeah like you need to be given back because you're so fortunate mm-hmm. but i would imagine like if i'm in his shoes it's almost like nigga do you know what i had to no, do to totally get but no i like, totally get that but when you guys are at a point where you have more money than like you said you can spend in your lifetime 
Yeah. How are you going to do that? Like, yeah, that exponential growth idea is like such like a, a capitalistic type thing where you're just supposed to be better every year. Mm-hmm. Like every corporation like sets like quotas and goals and you're supposed to outperform mm-hmm. every year. But like, when does that stop? Right now, they said at a certain point, like sorry, 200.9 billion. That's his net worth right now. I can't even fathom that. So you can give one billion and give a whole like <laughs> country, I'm sure. <laughs> like completely right. restructure a whole country. <laughs> I don't even know if I would want like the the pressures that come with having that much money. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people just think like, oh, he has a lot of money. Like That's a lot. What kind of phone calls is he getting? Uh, I don't know. That's why he stepped down from um, Amazon. That's too much. What? I said I know what that's why that? he stepped. <laughs> I know that's why he stepped down from Amazon. Shut up. <laughs> uh, no, but I just think like the type of the people that are in his cell phone, mm-hmm. like the type of phone calls he could be getting. Like for instance, um, there's there's certain regulate. I don't know if it's regulations, but like there's certain moves that you probably cannot make because it it could have a drastic effect on the economy Mm. right when you get to a certain level of money Mm -hmm. so like if jeff bezos was it 209 billion Mm -hmm. 200.9 200.9 billion like let's say in his heart of hearts he wanted to help somebody or a community or or the entire united states in order for him to do so like just cutting a check i guarantee you that the government would call him and say no you can't do that because of this that and the third or like if jeff bezos was to cut Mm -hmm. like a check for the entire america or whatever Mm -hmm. like i bet you the government would he get a phone call from like the government saying nah you can't make that transaction maybe i don't know uh america is trillions of dollars in (laughs) debt Jeff Bezos can't fix us. (laughs) You know the wildest thing? Like, you know, America talks about ending, like, the moratorium on evictions Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, know, bringing back, like, student loans and shit like that. How long is their moratorium? Uh, (laughs) Until until the U.S. currency isn't the global currency anymore. That's when their moratorium is up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god but no like like think about the phone calls you get when like you're late on your cell phone bill mm-hmm. they hunt you down like a motherfucker what kind of phone calls is america getting for the debt that they're in because the debt is ran by themselves that's why this shit don't make calling. sense yeah that's what i said they can't they ain't gonna get checked <laughs> until we can you know we have to convert our money to make purchases and stuff and then we actually gotta have enough money Cause we can't just keep going and printing mm-hmm. stuff. Um, what was I say? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. Out of it. Um, we'll move on. Um, Mercedes Benz is developing a car that can be operated by mind control. The luxury automotive company has developed a brain computer interface bci device this gadget is made up of electrodes and will help run the vehicle by being installed in the back of the user's head hmm. the fuck what that sounds horrible fuck what's that what? installed in your gonna head be some idiot once in place, the BCI will then read the brain waves after a brief calibration process. I don't want shit calibrating my brain. Um, no. A digital dashboard 
will include multiple dots that conduct different duties. A driver will only need to focus on the dot that performs the desired task. The neuronal activity in the brain will then increase and be recorded by the device activating function. The Mercedes Vision AVTR, a concept automobile, (laughs) exhibited exhibited in the 2020 Consumer Electric Show in Las Vegas will incorporate the latest innovation. The company calls the Milestone Driving Experience the Future of Mobility, which merges technology, humanity, and nature. Sounds like a horrible idea. Sounds like we're not a there very yet. We are not there yet. <laughs> you trust people's brains? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, they say when we transfer into the fourth dimension or the fifth dimension or whatever, those be able to use mind control and shit. We ain't there. You know how reckless our brains are. Please die, murder, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> crash. <laughs> like just for no reason at all. No reason at all. Do you ever be driving, yo? You're on a bridge or whatever. You'd be like, what would happen if I just turned right, off and flew like- off this bridge? Like, it's it's a fleeting thought. It's something you'll never exactly, do. Exactly, but... That comes across my head at least four times a week. Four times a week, <laughs> I'm, like, mindlessly driving to work, and I'm just like, well, what would happen if I just sped up into this tree Exactly. Well, what happens if I think that in this automobile, in this vehicle? Mm-hmm. There's way too many unstable people in the world to trust them. Like, people can't drive, period, <laughs> without the thing attached and calibrated to the back of their head. You can't trust people in reg. You can't trust people on a bike. You know what's going to happen. People going to be on their phones. <laughs> they going to be on their phones, texting this shit, not even paying attention. Like, and they ain't thinking about the right dot. They look up, oh, shit, three dot, two dot, oh, eight mm-hmm. dot. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, eight dot. <laughs> yo no think about, yo, think about like how do you even enforce that like how do you get pulled over in this car i looked at the wrong dots i thought about two dot i swear like, i was on two dot <laughs> i don't understand that whole installing in the back of your head like that's too much you, you want to know what's so crazy in the way like they say this shit mm. like they glorify it but then they do something that's like super invasive and they make it sound normal. Mm-hmm. Like I read this shit and it was just like, yeah, so you install this in the back of your brain and it slips in the back and then it calibrates your brain. Like, nigga, that is not normal. And who gave you the right? Mm-hmm. There's people with chips right now, though. For what? There was a guy who like implanted like a chip in his brain. It's like on the side of his head and shit. I think he like access like the internet and the brain <laughs> and shit. I'm good. <laughs> My thing is somebody's always going to go first. Yeah, for sure. And then it gets normalized. All right. Um, You want to talk about this abortion shit? We didn't talk about it last week. I mean, I, I guess. Um, If you don't know by now, Texas is making it illegal to in any way, shape or form contribute to the, an abortion past six weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it was six yeah. weeks. Um. This means that from the doctor to the person paying for the procedure all the way to an Uber driver that brought you there um, can be sued and brought up on charges. This is a very disgusting law. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, as a dude, like you really, I feel 
and you know people disagree but i feel like as a man like i don't have much i can offer and input in this but just say like this is fucked up i can't imagine how it is for a woman living in texas i mean and six weeks is is nuts Mm -hmm. um and then on top of that there's like really to my understanding there's no real safeguards for like a circumstance like if they if you were raped um you know once you're past that six weeks it's super black and white again it's another instance of old conservative white men getting in a room together and making decisions about shit that they would never have to deal with personally and i'm just disgusted with it i don't i don't it's just crazy how this is like the this is what they feel is important out of all the things they could be addressing in the world and going into having a discussion about this is like on the forefront right, real of shit. quick though um, real quick though also not thinking about fraud people trying to what do you mean because basically you sue people for ten thousand dollars if in any way they are an accomplice to an abortion, right? Like you said, you can sue the Uber driver. You can sue anyone. Person who gave you damn directions to the and it's almost abortion like, clinic. Yeah, but what about almost, people who started, a, who are going to start fraud to try mm. to find a way to sue anybody? You know? Yeah, the only fraud they, they, they deal with is like voter fraud or some no, shit. No, I'm just like, saying because of so this crazy. new law, you know what I mean? People are going to be finding ways to try to you know target people to sue them over this that's what i mean it's because you're making it so Mm. loose where anyone can get sued like people might start getting set up to be able to get sued like god forbid more women start getting raped or some crazy shit like that Mm. like well i know for sure she's probably pregnant like what the fuck crazy people may try to assault women you know what i'm saying sexually assault them um and then Mm -hmm. try to like stalk them (laughs) like people are fucking nuts stalk them and be like oh i know this person is pregnant she's probably looking for an abortion let me sue her because she doesn't want to have my kids some weird shit you never know weird ass shit yeah the extent that like people will take it yeah that's fucking crazy to just say Mm, that anyone can just you know i had seen someone comment something similar that and it's got me thinking like oh my god that's terrifying but continue where you're going with this um you know, a, a dirty little secret is that like the abortion rate between white and black people are like very far off as if like black people are the only people that get abortions or black women are the only people that get abortions. Mm-hmm. But like, interestingly enough, whenever I go to look at numbers, it's like you get nothing but like think pieces and data about black women mm-hmm. and like, you know how much whatever law is going to impact the black community like that's like on the forefront of your search Mm -hmm. like if i'm just searching for general numbers i'm getting nothing about i'm getting nothing about the general black and white numbers or just just statistics period it's always some think piece about black people Mm -hmm. everyone gets abortions Mm -hmm. let's just be honest about this shit and you know a lot of those abortions come from that you know conservative bible belt Mm -hmm where the politicians that fight against it the most and the most vocal about it. So, you know, while I dislike the notion of like running towards race, whenever this topic comes up, um, it just seems like another way to ostracize the community and our women um, contribute to the narratives that always are getting pushed. And it ultimately keeps white Americans oblivious to their own shortcomings, 
when it comes to like that morality stance that they try to take. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of what is done here in America is to avoid that mirror. Mm -hmm. They do not want to see themselves. Well, according to the United States Census Bureau, white people are dying faster than they are being born. Mm -hmm. And it's estimated that by year 2042, and you can go look this up, uh, make sure it's correct. But I've heard this notion before that, you know, there is white decline. I just read an article talking about white decline. Um, The decline in white population also puts pressure on making sure that the youth, which are and especially in the last decade are overwhelmingly uh, ethnic and not white, mm-hmm. you have to set them up for success because like it or not, cliche conservative politician, the urban neighborhoods that you actively do not do anything to help are the future of the country. Mm-hmm. But this law could be a way in which to make sure white children continue to be born. Mm-hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're misrepresenting the numbers, if the numbers is always on black community and you're protecting the white community to make sure that they're always in this like moral high stance against it. And it's not something that affects the white community. You kind of have to do some backhanded shit in order to make sure that you still, quote unquote, survive or hold the majority numbers. I Thought mean, but at the same time, you will have a lot more little black and brown babies be boys like dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's some of the fear. I mean, if we go down conspiracy bag lane, that's the fear. The fear is that you're they're gonna lose their grip on this so called white predominant white society. I'm just saying, like if they're already behind, it's not like only like they're stopping everybody from having abortion. So those people are still gonna have babies too. Mm. So how are these numbers even gonna improve? I don't know. I think they're scrambling. And that's why the, it seems like that law is so harsh. I mean, he's going to have more uh, black and Spanish babies being born in Texas. Then. How for you? How, how so? I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying if. Oh, well, if they. I get yeah, what you're I'm saying. just saying, like, everybody's going to still keep on having babies. So it's not like, you know what I mean? They're going to pause one race mm. from having babies so that they can catch up. Like, this is stupid. If that's where they're trying to it's go with it, stupid. I'm just saying it's not a good plan. <laughs> How far is this off from, like, eugenics, if you think about it? I mean, I don't know. Like, in controlling, <laughs> in controlling, my thing is, like, just controlling any population. Like, let's take it away. From, we can, we can kind of take it away from race, but any population's reproduction and stuff and trying to say, like, you can't, <clears throat> you can't have autonomy over your body. Like, that's, that kind of is, like, the definition of eugenics. Mm-hmm. In a certain way, in a roundabout way. Mm-hmm. It's crazy out here. It's gross out here. Mm-hmm. I hope that shit gets overturned somehow. Yeah. I don't know how the law works and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting, though. And I, I might catch some flack for this, but um, I'm going to say it anyway. Fuck it. Um, they interviewed Caitlyn Jenner about this abortion law. Mm-hmm. And she comes out and says, I don't agree with it uh, from a woman's standpoint. But as far as a a state being able to make that decision for themselves, I agree with it. This is. I'm saying it. I'm saying it, Brit. This is this. I'm saying it, Brit. Fuck it. I can't. I I can't. I'm saying it. I remember when she first came out in transition and they were they were making her woman athlete of the year even though she ain't ran a race since fucking the 80s or some shit i don't i don't fucking know they were celebrating her she just ran over somebody with a car like it (laughs) it was just fucking crazy it was nuts but like 
I hope like the people that were like super championing championing her mm-hmm. are not surprised by that type of reaction mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, this is an old white conservative man. <laughs> yeah. Call it what you want. I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't want to offend nobody. I just find that like disgusting. Somebody who's made clearly made money off the backs of women. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, like being a voice for women, this, that, and the third, and then to turn around and, and not support on such a big issue. Right. That's when you know there's a, there's a, a disconnect. Mm-hmm. You can only go so far. You can only identify so much mm-hmm. without actually having the living experience. Right. That's what I'm going to say. I apologize if I offend anybody, but fuck that. <laughs> say what you guys say. Fuck that. That really made me mad. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I think that's it for today. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed <laughs> this episode. Um, if you're on your way to work, uh, have a great day. I hope it's sunshine. I hope there's not a cloud in the sky. And um, we will be back. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. We out. <laughs>